Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast live from the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. We are not leaving until this podcast is perfect. That's a guarantee from Mike and I. Wait, no, sorry. That's Kanye. That's a record scratch. We're always perfect. We are always perfect. That's that's also a fact. Uh, so I hope, hope Kanye is doing well. And Mike, I know you're doing well. Dude, I'm, I got I just got laid in the middle of the recording um, for those who didn't watch who aren't watching who are listening bonk uh, bonk <laughs> uh, I have a lay on me right now we had our fun retreat for our work um, it was a luau so obviously I'm wearing my pineapple polo but I also got a, a lay so uh, mahalo in the wise words in Hawaiian I think which means thank you um, so yeah, I, I'm feeling great, man. What about yourself? This is you starting off the podcast. Well, first of all, did you wear your new flamingo shorts? Uh, that was my swimming trunks, but uh, right. I did not hop into the pool. Um, I wore my nice minty green shorts uh, to okay. come off with the pool. So um, I think it was a nice little uh, substitution for exactly the, the luau itself. So um, I actually got a compliment. I got a compliment. I wore my bucket hat my polo shirt and my my minty green shorts and somebody was like you are rocking that outfit for this luau and i'm like thank you it's a great outfit to wear this yes yeah it's a great (laughs) luau outfit it's good in the summertime it's great at the beach like you can't go wrong with like bright colored shorts in the summertime there's just nothing better oh dude and and a lay too to i mean this lay was really annoying during cornhole um, actually, I had to take it off in the middle of the game because I was like, I, I can't operate. I can't function with this. But <laughs> did, did, did you win? Uh, no, we lost 0-3. Mm. We, we weren't good. Um, mm. Sucks to suck. <laughs> Sucks to suck, but it was, a, it was a good time. I think everybody needed that refresh. Everyone needed that, um, you know, that, that reset. And, uh, you know, we, we worked really hard this year. So um, I thought, I thought it, was, it was really fun in the years that I've been a part of, of the team that I'm a part of. So, um, but, I mean, I can't leave talking about work without the main man himself. Everybody, Matt is now a full-time freaking employee, everyone. Cheers, babies. <laughs> Matt, why don't you share with me how you brought it up to me as far as uh, how uh, you got your job before we get into some topics for today. Because, uh, let me tell you, I, I, I had some choice words for you how you brought presented it to me, and I... Was this close to losing our friendship between that? So. Well, 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 I the way I presented it to you was the way it was presented to me. So I texted Mike. I forget we have we had some kind of conversation, and then I was like, "Well, yeah, my position just got eliminated." He's like, "What?" Like freaking out. Capital letters. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like they said they're cutting the intern position, and then I te- next text I said, "Well, it's a good thing they made me a full time manager," which is actually how it was presented to me in the office. Like I, they yeah. made it like I was getting fired, and then it was like, "Hey, by the way, you're full time." Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was funny. My response to him was, "You head." Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, again, it was funny. You, you're laughing about it now, so you can't be that mad. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, I'm. Uh, I kid you not. For for the amount of work that you put in for for your job and all that, I, I thought it was really cool, and I'm happy for you. So I, I'm hoping that things are best, and the things are great, and that you're you're. Uh, Moving on up in the world of of, of uh, life, let's put it that way. I appreciate it. It was a long time coming. Been looking forward to it for a very, very long time. And it was a good sigh of relief. Got some stress off my shoulders, and now I just yeah. get ready to rock and roll with it. 
Well, you're lucky that you didn't get a promotion here because there's no promotion here in the Funny Business Podcast unless That's you're true. hired initially. <laughs> we are the highest and the lowest positions possible. <laughs> Uh, that that is true my friend but it's uh it's all a labor of love and a labor labor of skill um so it's uh it's it's very worth it but congratulations matt i feel like I, I, I should have brought it up myself because it'd feel weird if you brought it up yourself but um let's bring up some topics for today for this amazing episode 68 we're, we're rolling around with the episode very cool uh very cool <laughs> oh my god i got the giggles all right well let's talk about some two weirdos that uh have a mantra for their their quote family uh ashton kutcher and mila kunis um matt i'm trying to remember ashton kutcher did he do punked was that his original role or was that was that somebody else that i'm thinking of um i don't know the tv show yeah he's he's an american actor as we all know uh mila kunis i i I mean to me is like one of those like crushes you had when you were a little kid like oh my gosh it's mila kunis um you know he was in some of the shows like uh you know uh that 70s show fantastic uh, show yeah uh dude where's my car was another one I think he was punked. I think he was the one that originally ran. Yeah, he ran punked. Um, yeah, two and, it was two and a half men created by. Yep, created by Ashton Kutcher and um, Jason Goldberg was okay. another one. Um, Mila Kunis again. Mila Kunis. Uh, so news broke, and uh, you know, Matt, all these shows are very outdated by now. They're kind of expired. Uh, not really a show is coming up here and there as far as a revival, um, but. Uh, they were recently on a podcast called The Armchair Expert uh, by Dax Shepard, uh, was mm. talking about a conversation about bathing. Um, and Matt, I, I mean, let's, let's get a little personal here, why don't you? Um, I, I'll, I'll present, I shower at least once a day. Matt, how many times do you shower, if you don't mind sharing? At, at least once a day. At least once a day. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, they explained to the co-host... Uh, you know, Shepard told co-host Monica Padman um, that using soap every day gets rid of body. It gets rid rids the body of natural oils. Um, Kutcher and Mila Kunis agreed, saying they only wash vitals every day. So basically means that they don't take showers every day like you and I. Um they kind of went on, was talking about, uh, you know, Padman, who was one of the co-hosts, basically was shocked as much as all of us, uh, was being like, who taught you not to wash? And uh, Kunis, Mila actually was like, I didn't have hot water growing up as a child, so I didn't shower very much anyway. And then that has apparently continued with their two kids, Wyatt, who is six, and Dimitri, who is four. Uh, and then... Mila Kunis was like, I wasn't that parent that bathed my newborns either. So we're in this really weird scenario right now of Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis not washing or bathing themselves in the, let's just say, the usual way. Um, Matt, your thoughts? Um, this is just something that they just could have kept to themselves. Really, I no one asked. No one no. needed to know this. Um, it's just one of those things where, like, if you don't do it, just don't talk about it. Like, just lie. It's really not hard to lie in this scenario. 
what type of political statement w- were you trying to make when it comes to to bathing? Like, there's nothing, there's no political statement whatsoever that that you're trying to make as far as the bathing aspect. Yeah, it's it's just very bizarre. Um, you know, I I I understand maybe she uh, like like Mila Kunis didn't have a lot of water or hot water available to her growing up, but I don't know. Don't you just feel better after you shower? I kid you not. Even if I, it, I mean, there's some exceptions, which I think we'll talk about later. Um, they 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 kind of went on in the podcast itself um, that they were talking about that Ashton said Kutcher said that he does wash his quote armpits and my crotch daily and nothing else ever, and has a tendency to quote throw some water on my face after a workout to get all get get all the salts out. So he doesn't even wash himself after a workout. He just splashes water on his face to get the salt out from his face. Oh, well, that's just. It's just disgusting. That's gross. <laughs> um, but but yeah, man. I mean, let's talk about you know just kind of the routine. Like, uh, I know every day, Monday through Friday, like I will wake up in the morning and if I shower, I shower. If I don't shower, I feel like it's part of my life where like it's a significant part where I'm I have to shower in order for me to actually feel like my day has been completed because I took the shower. Yeah, I always, I always just like starting my day off with a shower. It one, it wakes me up, gets me ready for work, and it, I feel it. It just, I don't know. There's something good. I get a good feeling after I take a shower. Like, all right, I'm clean, ready for the day. Let's see what happens. And actually, a shower at night after a long day at work is also kind of cool. You get to like relax a little bit, let the let the water like hit your head and just like drain down. It's it's calming. Um, and I I just don't. I just bizarre. This is just so bizarre. I just don't know where this came from. <laughs> How bizarre. <laughs> um, I found out too that Mio Kunis said that she washes her face twice a day. Um, I-, I hope the kids are okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. I'm sure they're okay. It's there's some things that it's it's just a quirk that parents pass down to their kids. Maybe this is just their quirk. I'm sure they're okay. I don't you know. I, I think. I would like to think so, at least. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't... I feel like if you have, for somebody like Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, to have the funds to be able to use the water. <laughs> I mean, us personally, like, we have the funds to, to wash ourselves every day. I, 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 I'm not expecting them to go on a full-out pedicure, manicure full-on bath by somebody else but just being able to sit stand in the shower i almost said sit in the shower i don't know how that's even possible um stand in the shower and being able to wash themselves and not just their 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 private their private parts and their armpits but like just everywhere else i I don't see any science behind the difference between washing bathing every day versus only bathing when necessary um but then again looking at it too uh, and I mean, I just learned this myself in college. You, well, kind of halfway through high school, college itself. You don't have to wash your jeans every day, right? Like you can go with your jeans a couple days, but those are jeans. <laughs> that's exactly. That's not. That's not a body. That's that's clothes. <laughs> yeah, there's no hair on your jeans. No, there's no like sweat on your jeans on the outside of your jeans. Um, I actually can sit down in my shower. You have a little ledge. We have a we have a uh, shower seat, 
like attached oh. to a wall. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a it's like a piece of marble and it's like okay. a, a half half moon thing on the corner. I don't use it, but it's, it's there, there if we need it. Yeah. It's going to come in handy. Like, if you're tired, I guess it would go in handy. Or if you're old and can't really stand for that period of time, it helps. Or drunk. Yeah, drunk too. <laughs> That'll help. <It'll- laughs> um, yeah, so, I yeah, just, I hope um, that Ashton and Mila kind of reconsider I don't their, know. their I interview like as they far as... Um, they could have done something. Their, like, they didn't their, need to go out uh, and just say this to the whole claws. world. Well, moving on to the next topic... Uh, Matt, I kind of had a little bit of, uh, let's just say, a reflection this past weekend. Um, I had the wonderful opportunity of hanging out with Jenna's family this weekend, along with Jenna herself. Um, but we kind of got sprung on last minute the fact that I had to um, help, let's say, not be the responsible person, but to help out babysitting our Jenna's cousin's daughter, uh, who's about two and a half years old this weekend. Um, so let me tell you, I don't know how moms do it. Moms are absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> yep. I I was exhausted this weekend. Like I I was I I could not. Um, but uh, Ava is her name. Um, Ava was watching Frozen and uh, Moana too, and it kind of you know I I watched it with her because I was kind of watching her, so I was watching Moana and Frozen. No no shame in that. Um, but Matt, I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit today. Uh, it made me spark a little bit of an idea that there's some supporting characters in Disney movies that don't necessarily get the shout outs that they need. Um, that actually don't get the recognition or get some of the things that, uh, we as people, we always focus more on the main characters and all those people. And, uh, there's a few in particular that I feel like if they weren't there, they wouldn't make the movie. Um, and we were kind of discussing this a little bit beforehand, Matt. So why, why don't you start off as far as uh, supporting characters for Disney movies? Um, it's tough. I haven't really... I'm not a huge Disney guy. Um, but... Uh, see, we were talking about Shrek, and now all I can think about is Shrek, and I know Shrek's okay. not a... Let me, let me drop the Disney. Let's just okay. talk about characters in supporting roles. Okay. So let me let me let me start first, Matt. Let me be the host the host with the go, most. And, go ahead. Uh, I'll go Gun Cloco. Uh, so two of them that I saw in both Frozen and Moana. Um, the first one will be in Moana. Uh, hey hey, uh, hey hey is the rooster uh, in the movie Moana, um, and I kid you not. Hey, hey is one of those Disney characters that, like, yes, you're not a rooster, but you can certainly relate to the stupidity that Hey, hey brings to the movie. Um, I, I kid you not, Hey, hey is always in these bad scenarios. <laughs> it, it cracks me up all the time. Every time I watch Moana, um, he or she, the chicken, the rooster. Um, well, it technically, is he because it's a rooster, right? I've never seen the movie. I don't know. I mean, it's a rooster. So I'm like thinking like plainly well, like a rooster. Isn't there like there's a male hen and, and a rooster. Roosters? There's a hen oh. and a rooster. Yes, that's true. That's what yep, I was asking right. more or less. Yep. <laughs> um, but 
uh, Hey Hey just seems to carry on the movie and somehow, some way, still enters himself in the frame uh, for the entire movie itself. Uh, it, it's just, it's it's a funny rooster. And I told Jenna, I'm like, I just wish in Disney World, like, you know how they have those characters in Disney World that, like, walk around? We just need a, a just a large Hey Hey that's just walking around taking pictures. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. No, I, so, I love characters that you can just, like, relate to on, like, a personal level. Even if they're not like in the movie a whole lot, because it makes the movie that much better. And he doesn't even speak. Like, hey, hey, doesn't even speak the entire time. Like, it, it is a legit rooster. <laughs> Those are the best. And it's yeah. So, Matt, did you think of anybody? Um, how about Timon and Pumbaa from The Lion King? Okay. Uh, those guys are hysterical. Yeah, they they just they they don't carry the movie, but they make the movie that much better because like every time they come on screen, I laugh. Did you uh? So you saw the original Lion King, correct? Yes, I don't remember a lot from it, but so you never saw the live action one. I did see the live action one. Did I ever share with you my my experience with Jenna in the live action film? No, but I, I I'm intrigued now. Yeah, so we we ended up. Uh, Jenna had a gift card for one of the movie theaters that was not in the hometown of it, that I'm in, but kind of out of the way. Not out of the way, but like obviously, like we could have gone to one movie theater over the other, but because the gift card only worked at said theater, she had to go to that one. So we took a drive, and there was a little shop. There's a bunch of shops there, so we were just looking around and you know, just perusing. And we originally had dinner at. Um, Oddly enough, the Food and Fire Barbecue Tap House, not the Trap House. <laughs> um, and we're just walking around and we ended up going to a wine bar after because we had to kill so much time because we got there so early because of reservations. Yolo. And we thought to ourselves, like, oh, my gosh, like this. Uh, it was an awesome date. Like, I, I could not like that was probably one of our the thing that's the most memorable going up to that area is is obviously that uh, adventure that I guess I could call it. So then we go. I think it's like a Friday night. Um, you know, the movie's been out for about, well, the movie, the remake has been out for about three weeks. So we get in there and like, you know, we're sitting in, we're pretty early. So we're sitting in there. And then I think it was an, an eight o'clock or a seven o'clock, seven o'clock hits, lights go out. It's just the two of us. Oh, no. <laughs> it's literally just the two of us watching The Lion King live action. And at the end, it was like, did you like your surprise that I rented out the theater for the live action Lion King? It's a good joke. It's a great joke. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, it was great. It just was It was very weird. I've never... I've actually been in a movie theater. That would be my second time that I was in a movie theater um, by myself or with... Not by myself, but with friends ourselves. Um I forget what was the the name of the last one. Um oh my gosh. It was that it was a love one. Oh my gosh, it was a Valentine's Day one that came out, but we weren't there. Um one of those um, book ones that everyone always freaks out about. Not Valentine's Day movies. Um something 20 something Charlie? I think it's 14 2014. Endless Love. That's what it was. Uh, I've never heard of it. Endless Love, I think um that was gosh i have to like endless love no i don't want to watch endless love endless love endless love this is great uh, great podcasting right here yeah great podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh gosh this gives me a horrible description um basically it's a love story between a guy and a girl and ends up that one of them is very sheltered but privileged and then becomes you know in love with this guy who is 
uh, a working class of the troubled past. <laughs> oh, it's true Valentine's Day, like lovey dovey movie that, uh, yeah, that came out. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> I love The Lion King much more with Jenna than than I did with that endless love movie. So <laughs> I hope so. Um, Matt, any other characters? Um, uh, oh, the genie from Aladdin because hmm. the genies are cool. Yeah. Um, Matt, did you ever watch Frozen? No. Okay. This is my last one before we move on to the final segment. So, there obviously is like Elsa, Anna, Hans, Sven, Olaf. But there's this one guy. Olaf is a side character? Like, he's one of the main characters, but like... Okay. So, anyway. There's this one part in the movie where... Anna um, is searching for Elsa. Sorry, spoilers. Uh, Anna goes... <laughs> I'm never going to watch this movie, so you can no. spoil the whole thing for me. So Anna is basically trekking a mountain that's, that's in snow um, and finds this place that is, is, a, is a house almost. It looks like a house, but has a fire. So, of course, Anna comes in, and all of a sudden she hears... Yoo-hoo! And it's this Scandinavian guy. And I didn't know the name, but his name's Oaken. And again, Scandinavian, so he has the accent. Accent. He's like, "Big summer blowout," <laughs> and it's he's like getting off like bathing suits, um, towels, beach toys, and I kid you not, he's in the middle of a winterous mountain. <laughs> Yoo-hoo. <laughs> it's always he says that before he talks. He goes, "Yoo-hoo." <laughs> I always wondered where that TikTok sound came from. Now I know. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> No, I know. A blowout. <laughs> yeah, that's Oaken. So, <laughs> the more you know. Oh man, I hope Ava listens to this because <laughs> I kept doing a yoo-hoo to her when I was babysitting, and she kept cracking up the entire time. <laughs> How old is Ava? Two and a half. Okay, probably not listening. So, so fun fact: um, Ava is the same age that Jenna and I have been dating for. Oh, okay. So Ava is two and a half years old jenna and i have been dating for two and a half years <laughs> that's pretty cool so easy to easy keep to track of easy to keep track of easy to remember her name and Exa- of yeah. course the years the months and all that so <laughs> so yeah supporting characters any final thoughts matt before we move on to the final um the the only other side character is not a disney movie but Gingy is just the 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 cookie from shrek uh shrek. he's the best yeah definitely good the sidekick best. for that all right, Matt, we're going to move on. It's just some reality here, but an unusual reality here for our final topic for today in the first half of the Funny Business Podcast. Um, Matt, you may think to yourself, we are, uh, you know, big chip bag guys. We, we like chips. I, like chips. I love chips. <laughs> I love chips. <laughs> Real love corn chips. Real love corn, corn chips. chips. <laughs> chips and salsa. You know, they all come in bags, Matt. But did you know that they could actually save a life? I think they could. Well... This New York Police Department officer um, used an empty bag of potato chips and some duct tape to treat a stabbing victim's wound, um, which authorities said ultimately saved the victim's life. Could you believe that a potato chip bag saved a victim's life? I I feel like that's the last thing I would think to use because if a crumb gets inside, then it burns. I don't know. Yeah, no, all, these are all great questions, Matt. Um, so Officer Ronald Kennedy arrived on the scene in Harlem uh, and immediately approached the victim. 
And then immediately he says, go get me a bag of potato chips right now. Um, and it's this was on the body cam footage. Uh, a man nearby is then seen running into the store behind them and returning with a bag of potato chips. Kennedy emptied the bag and asked for take uh, tape. Uh, he caught me in the lung, which was a stab in the lung. And so, like, you think to yourself, like, okay, you don't have that much time to think ahead. No. Uh, you know, when the EMS arrived on the scene, they removed Kennedy's makeshift bandage and transferred the victim under a stretcher and transported him to Harlem Hospital. According to the attending physician there, attending physician there, Kennedy's quick thinking saved the victim's life. So not only himself was the quick thinking, but then the physician actually approved the fact that a potato chip bag and tape actually saved a stabbing victim's life. This is like some redneck shit right here. This is just something like, hey, I got stabbed in the back of the farm. Oh, I'll tape you a bag of potato chips to save your life. Like something you would never think would actually work, but here we are and it actually worked. But it's even funny, too, where if they, I mean, you wonder where his mind went when it came to that decision being made as far as get me a bag of potato chips. Even with like us, like I, I mean, I've heard some really raun- not raunchy stories, but like really intense stories of people having to use like sweatshirts, t-shirts to wrap like a shot wound or a stab wound, like wrap it around as a tourniquet. But I'm so surprised that this bag of potato chips and tape actually saved this victim's life. I mean, in a scenario like this, I think you just have to use whatever is around you. And I guess right. the potato chips was the next best thing. I mean, it's actually kind of good to know for in case you're ever in this scenario and the only thing you have is like a plastic bag. Like it could actually help. I mean, right. I feel like most people would just dismiss it like, oh, yeah, you're an idiot. You're going to use that. But in this scenario, it literally saved someone's life. And you know what else I want to know? What kind of chip was it? <laughs> well, maybe he wanted sponsorship. So that's why they didn't mention the the sponsorship as far as the uh the potato chip bag i can only think it was literally the first thing that they grabbed um i I mean i know the body cam footage was there so i don't want to dive too deep into it because we'd probably be here all all day just trying to watch the footage i would probably say it's a lay's potato chip bag that's probably a good guess i also feel like a doritos bag could probably do the trick yeah um fritos probably not or cheetos probably not that'd Um, be kind of weird uh hard and difficult very hard. That's, Very difficult. Yeah. I, 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 actually, I'm seeing it here. Go in there and get me tape. So it literally looks, it's yellow. So I, I did see something yellow, but that doesn't look like a Lay's bag. I don't know. Actually, you know what? It kind of looks like a bag of Funyuns. R- Ugh. Kind of. I never had That's, them. Yeah, I never had them either. But poor guy. I mean, not poor guy with the stabbing, but like. It is. I love. Could you imagine the next the next commercial? That, let's say Lay's is the one it does it, but like Lay's was the bag. Um, it'd be like, oh, Lay's. It could literally save your life. That's fantastic <laughs> like marketing right there. That's why I want to know what it is because like it's genius marketing to put in your next campaign. Hey, our bags save your life if you get stabbed. Who wouldn't yeah. buy that chip? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, if it's going to save your life, I mean, it's going to kill you later. But if it's going to save your life, by all means, work from there. <laughs> yeah, just prolong the inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> what it comes down to. 
Yeah, no, I mean, legitimately, that's what it comes down to. It's like, do you want to just live your life in fear, or do you want to eat chocolate cake the whole entire time? Well, of course I want to eat the chocolate cake the entire time. Exactly. Why not? So, yeah. Uh, Matt, final thoughts on this life-saving choice made by the officer? Um, I, I think it's just you got to get creative in times like these. Like when it's life or death, you just got to try it. Yeah. It's a full send. Amen. Full send to that. So, and that concludes the entertainment for today. All good news and fun news. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Matt's got the sports. Let's say you start a podcast or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with Solo.to. I'll be honest, I have used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to Solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. Plus, Solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. Okay, let's slide into the sports topics we have for you all today. Um, It's going to be an interesting one because we are obviously recording on Monday like usual. And free agency in basketball started half hour ago, so we'll probably have a lot of breaking news, and we'll get to the basketball a little bit later. Uh, but let's start with big news last week. The MLB trade deadline happened, and Mike, the Yankees, they actually added left-handed hitting to the lineup in one of the most like dumbfounding things that we just didn't have a power lefty bat. Uh, so they went out and traded for also outfielder Joey Gallo, Cubs first baseman Anthony Rizzo, who I already want to give a lifetime contract to because he's just <laughs> phenomenal. Um, but the big story was the Chicago Cubs. They traded their closer, Greg Kimbrell, to the White Sox, and they traded their three star players, Anthony Rizzo to the, Met, to, to the Yankees, Javi Baez, shortstop to the Mets, and Chris Bryant, third baseman to the Dot Giants. Mike, they lost their entire starting infield in 24 hours. Crazy. Three to trades, one to injury. Now, the big, not the big, but the topic I want to talk about is what, baseball trades are more unique than others because it's always a good player for prospects, which is something we don't get a lot in the NFL because there's no minor league system. There's not many, you know, there's the, the G League in the NBA, but that's not really a minor league system. And baseball. It's interesting because teams will trade away these star players that they know are good in return for players they hope make it to the majors. What What's your thoughts on that? I mean, uh, you know, you brought up a good point. Like, the NFL doesn't really have a development league for them to, to be able to trade and switch around. Um, I feel like there's more... I know this is going to w- be weird when I say this, but there's a little bit more depth when it comes to the MLB. Uh because let's just say a player is not good. Like, let's take Derek Jeter, who's, you know, one of the greatest Yankees of all time. Originally, he started out, got drafted by the Yankees, but then he actually got sent to the minors to begin with. But then he worked his way back up to the Yankees for the major leagues. And 
if it doesn't work out for them, then they get traded in the minors. And it, it, there's there's a sense of depth that goes in between whether you're a single A, double A, triple A, or the MLB. I mean, the MLB kind of brings a little bit more weight to when people like Joey Gallo um, and uh, Anthony Rizzo gets traded from team to team. Uh, there's a lot more weight to it, but I feel like there's more depth, whereas it's a huge thing when it comes to like ML, not MLB, M- NFL. I almost said NBA. I'm like, no, Mike. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing where it's a hope, but there's more depth, which you'd be surprised how depth goes where if there's a really good trade in the minors, then you could bring it up to the majors. But then if there's a good trade in the majors, then you're okay. But then if there's something in the minors, then it gets like, there's there's so many connecting dots that happens within that. And I think that's cool. Yeah, you brought up a good point about like starting in the minors and then getting to the majors because baseball is really the only sport that does that. Like we see if you could get drafted in the NBA in the first round, you're going to be on the team. And if you get drafted in the NFL, you're either on the team or you're out of the league. So it's it's weird in that in that aspect. Um, I just think it's, you know, everyone always has these reactions to these trades right away. Like, oh my gosh, the Cubs, you know, their future in three years is going to be so good. And let's just say like a team like the Giants got, you know, they got so much better long term because they got Chris Bryant and who cares about the prospects they gave up. But in reality, who knows? Like, no one's heard of half of these prospects that get traded. And we're not going to hear of 80% of them because they won't ever make the majors. And, you know, I understand that to give up a star player, most of the time you're not going to get star player back. but as a fan, it's hard to give an accurate... Like, I, hard, I have a hard time getting an actual opinion on a trade because I just... You don't know what those prospects are going to end up like. Right. And, like, yeah. the Yankees, you know, they don't have a lot of big-name prospects, but their farm system was very good record-wise. Like, their farm system teams are... They have really good records. So they were able to trade a lot of decent players for the star player, but you don't, they might not ever make the majors. So it's so hard to evaluate guys and judge guys on these trades. You kind of just have to like go with the flow and see what they do. It's, it's a very weird situation. Now I know you're very well in depth with, with some of the minors and some of the majors when it comes to, to baseball, but when do we ever Matt hear about college prospects making it into the majors? Like we don't, I, I, to me, like right away, right, not right away again. Yeah. Okay. That's the first question. But like we start, let's take Aaron judge, for example, like Aaron judge spent a majority of his time out in Trenton thunder. I think if that was, yeah, correct. Like he spent yep. a lot of time in Trenton thunder, then the rail riders. And then now he's in the Yankees. Like there's, you heard about him, not because he got drafted. You heard about him because he worked in the minors that he was a prospect for that not a prospect for the draft. Yeah, and then on the flip side, you have Yankees prospect like Jason Dominguez, who they signed when he was 16, and he's in single A, and I get I see Twitter updates on my feed every day about like, oh, Dominguez hit a single in this game, he stole second in this game. So there's prospects that will get all the hype, like Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, when he got drafted number one overall, had a lot of hype. People heard his name throughout college. And then you have a guy like 
just a guy that comes up through the minors is finally given a chance in the majors who no one ever knows about and he turns out to be a good player it's a crapshoot like these guys don't know even the scouts don't know like there was a scout that said Derek Jeter is going to be the worst first round draft pick in history Uh, that's probably the worst take of all time in baseball (laughs) like you just you never never know um but I love the MLB trade deadline mostly because people just react and it's so stupid what else is stupid is the next topic we're going to talk about we're going to move on to the Olympics, and um, the big story, I guess, well, not I guess, the big story was Simone Biles um, dropping out of the team competition and most of the individual competitions due to mental health. Shane, she's going through a lot right now. She's not really able to give all her attention and time she needs to gymnastics. She's still supporting her team. Her team was supporting her, but Mike... Uh, was getting absolutely ripped to shreds online by a bunch of men who have beer guts and can barely walk without cramping. Simone does stuff that we don't even know it was possible. Like, like, (laughs) like it's the Olympic committee can't even know how to judge her because there's stuff that that the others cannot do. Um, it honestly is just I was actually watching men's Olympics this weekend and like you think you know I hate to sound sexist here but like you think the men would be better with flips and all that because they're guys but no way dude like Simone does this stuff like in her sleep that they were doing and I'm like okay it's kind of boring (laughs) it was very boring and and of course like they get judged on different things but it, it I I was very upset, Matt. Um, you know, I, I get it. Mental health is is something that should be talked about more often. Um, it, we, we are starting to see more people present it and come out about it. Um, but it just, it drives me nuts that people are like, oh my gosh, like, Simone is the greatest of all time, and yet she's not the greatest of all time because she is out because of mental health. Uh, screw you guys. Like... Really, you try being an Olympian, try being an Olympic athlete, try being the person who has the stress and the mental capacity that Simone has to begin with when all of them are legitimately legitimately calling her the greatest of all time, the greatest of all time. Oh my gosh, look at Simone, look at Simone. Oh my gosh, I like was kind of upset when they were highlighting the women's gymnastics team and they're like, oh, well, you know, we talk about Simone Biles, but let's talk about the other team. And of course, who's the first 30 seconds of the show was Simone Biles. Like, what do you, it just, it, it, Simone reminds me of LeBron a lot without the, what's Flopping. the word? The flop, yes. <laughs> That's, Simone does what she does. She's amazing at it. She's the greatest of all time with it. She doesn't give any type of give. But then when she gives this give, when it's really important to, I think, what everyone should be thinking about, she gets shit on from it. It's, it's just mind-numbing. And it's just so, it's so hard to read because these, these people reckon her, if you ask them, like, what would they do in this situation? They'd be like, well, when I played linebacker in high school, like, my ankle was hurt and I still oh went out to God. play on the field. Like, uh, good for you. You played high school football. This girl is a gold medalist in the Olympics. Like, please shut up. Um, 
it's the people just first of all it's not like she just woke up and was like yeah i don't really feel like it like she <laughs> i was obviously that's a spongebob quote that's why i laughed about it i'm sorry yes. that was a spongebob quote <laughs> it was um it's, it's she was obviously going through stuff and i was we watched her in the uh in the Trial. qualifying round of yeah. like the overall team she was not herself like she was falling off the mat she was just not being herself and mike i don't know if you saw this but she actually, there's a, this is a legit term in, in gymnastics. She has something called the twisties. Okay. So it's kind of like the yips for gymnastics. So I, I saw a few TikToks of former USA gymnasts talking about this. So the twisties is when you can do the, like the vault, let's say the vault. You sprint, but once you get it in the air, you know what you have to do to twist, but you, mentally and physically, you just can't get it together. Like, it's just like, it's kind of like the yips. It's like a, you're in a phase. Like, you can't right. do it. And that's like what, yeah, that's what Simone was going through. And nobody just cares. I mean, that, that, what the hell was that moron's name? That Charlie Kirk, whatever the hell your name is, you idiot, calling her like a sociopath and all this shit. Like, I, you try and do this. Like, wow. she's an Olympic athlete. This could be her last Olympics ever. She's 24. Usually, 24 years old is like the cutoff for the gymnastics. I mean, uh, it seems like every gymnastics athlete is like 20 years old or less. So the next Olympics is going to come around is 28. She might not be on the team. You think she wanted to do this? No. Like, she wants to be out there. She's actually, I'm like, I don't know if you saw, she's going to be competing in the balance beam. I saw that. Later on this week. Um, it's just, it's so, like, what are we doing? And the, the people that say, like, she's a disappointment to the country. You take the Olympics too seriously. Yeah. No, I mean, that's... Take... I, I don't even... I, it, it's, it's very annoying, the fact that you have people who, you know, like we say, Olympics are meant for the best of the best. Like, you're supposed to bring your greatest athletes and those who represent, and yet you have... I wonder how everyone else is feeling. You know, we probably are not hearing about the news of people who are also dropping out because of, men not dropping out, but those who are taking a pause because of mental health. We're not hearing about that because it's from other countries. And yet we are just so belligerently stupid. The fact that we are so connected to sports that we're now ridiculing a girl who is, Matt, younger than us, the both of us. Yep. And the fact that, oh, well, she can't take the pressure. Okay. I, she doesn't even do it for a job. She does it because it's a passion. Hey, Mike, you know who else couldn't handle the pressure of being an athlete at the highest point? Remember uh, when Michael Jordan retired for the first time? Yes. Because he couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. So I'd like to see them criticize MJ for that. I, would I love thought to you see were going to. I thought you were going to segue into something, but I also had no idea where no. you were going with that direction. <laughs> um, I also have two other points. I just lost one of them. The first one, any gymnast that had a deal with Larry Nasser, I think we should just 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 let him alone because that just that was a bad scenario right there. Uh, and the other one, for all those just telling her to suck it up and go out there, it, it, an athlete, especially a gymnast, just goes out there and isn't fully mentally in it. She's going to injure herself. Like, we don't want her just pushing just because some fatso on the internet is telling her to go out and compete 
And then as he goes out there and breaks, you're like, we don't want to see that. No one wants to do that. Let her alone. And now, Mike, it's time to just run through this breaking news because we just got a big one. Breaking news. Chris Paul has agreed to a four-year, $120 million deal to re-sign with the Phoenix Suns. Oh, I just re-sign got that notification. With the <laughs> Huge news. The Suns also re-signed campaign, the point guard. Um, let's see. Trey Young just got a $170 million contract extension. Uh, Mike, you mentioned this before we started the show, or the sports segments. Uh, Lonzo Ball is going to Chicago on a sign-and-trade with New Orleans. Four years, $85 million. Uh, Kyle Lowry going to the Miami Heat. That's what that was my eyes when we were talking about Simone. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you? Uh, what? What's your thoughts on that one? Uh, I mean, Kyle Lowry kind of got. I mean, he's uh, he brought. He was one of the key components to the Raptors title back when uh, Kawhi was a part of it. So, I guess they're not seeing much value in him, and it's weird because like. It's Kyle Lowry. Like, come on. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy for you, Matt, with the the Chris Paul, uh, resign. But I, because I saw, I was like, he's up for a player option. I'm like, oh no, like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> um, I feel like they, they did him well with the signing contract. Um, but and it's a four year deal on top of that. Like, four year deal. Not one year. That's not one year. That's four deal. Four year. Um, Lowry gets three years of the Miami Heat. I mean, I know with the Miami Heat, they had a long time struggling with everything else, so. I like Larry on the Heat, because, like, Jimmy's good with the ball, but I feel like Larry's the good veteran presence with the ball that they could need. Yeah. Um, also, Chris Paul just had wrist surgery today. So, asterisk on the NBA title, because Chris Paul is not healthy. Yeah, right. I think we can make that assumption. <laughs> um, somehow, Doug McDermott... Got three year forty two million from the Spurs. I don't know. Um also Kawhi is now a free agent. He had a Ooh. player option. Now he's expected to go back to the Clippers. But I would maybe test it out. I don't know. If I was Kawhi, see what your options are. Dabble in um, it. Um yeah, why not? Uh, the other big NBA news, Mike Russell Westbrook is now a Los Angeles Laker, getting traded oh. from the Wizards to the Lakers. This makes no oh, sense no. to me. It oh, makes no, no sense. <laughs> I, so I'll go first, and then I'll let you react. What are they going to do when it's a three-point game with four minutes left? What is Westbrook going to do on the floor on offense when it's LeBron and Anthony Davis running pick and roll? Uh, is he going to spot up for three? No. The Lakers don't want him to take that shot. This makes no sense. They, LeBron and Westbrook both need the ball in their hand. I know Westbrook said he liked playing off ball with Harden, but Harden is a different style player than LeBron. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at this. He jumped from the Thunder to... Help me out here, Matt. Rockets. From the Thunder to the Rockets. To the to Wizards. The Wizards. And now to the Lakers. And... Looking at it from that perspective, okay, the Thunder made it to the finals when LeBron was on heat. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when that was D Wade and Chris Bosch on top of that, too. Um, so then there's that. He then was on the Rockets. They terribly got screwed up 
and not even made it to the NBA finals. And they, everybody was like, oh my gosh, like, because Russell Westbrook is a triple double God, uh, for crying out loud. Um, they were thinking like, oh my gosh, like they're going to make it to the NBA finals. Well, that didn't work out. Wizards, uh, <laughs> no contention whatsoever. And now we're at the Lakers. And I thought LeBron reacted to Russell getting traded. I thought I saw it on Twitter. Who knows? I think I think he did. Who knows? But I don't know, man. I think it's a chemistry. Th- I think it's a chemistry thing, and I hope it wasn't LeBron being like, "Hey, bring my friend over." <laughs> oh, I think that's exactly what it was. You think? Because he was talking about there was rumors Chris Paul was going to go. That's so. Like, I think. I just. I don't know. I just. I don't like the fit. Like, I like LeBron, I like Westbrook. Together, I don't think they're a great fit. And and now, in late-game situations, who else are you going to put on the floor? Like, you have to, you have to go get, like, a, a cheap guy that can just jack up threes. Like a, right. a J.J. Redick, but then J.J. Redick's going to get burned on defense. I, I, I just really don't understand this fit at all. Um, it's very confusing. I think that's all of the breaking news we have for now. Which means that is the end of the sports topics we have for you all today. And that means it's time for Dude, That's F***ing Crazy. I miss this segment. I love this segment. The segment's fun. I think you all enjoy it. Um, Mike, if you don't mind, I think I'll go first this time. Go for it. Alrighty. I have some good ones. Here's the first one. You never stop clapping. The time between claps just gets longer. Right? Because, you know, it's always a slow clap. Like, <laughs> Well, even though, even if you clap and you stop, you didn't stop clapping the time between cl- claps just got longer. Yeah. Dude, that's f***ing crazy, because now I'm thinking about it now. Like, that's... <laughs> right. Like, I, you could do that with everything. Like, you never stopped eating. The time between you eating just got longer. Yeah. Just... Makes you think. What's the sound of one hand clapping? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, pass. Yes. <laughs> Um, I also had some sunscreen today, too, and I forgot that... Did you just get in your eye? Yeah, I got it in my eye. Um, It's okay, everybody. The show must go on. I have a face for radio. I'll just be like this the entire time. Boy, the freaking highlight's going to be wonderful, because it's just going to be really out of context that I have, like, a tissue, or literally a napkin. You look like a pirate. I look like a pirate. Um, I wish wish my... uh, I wish my my, uh, dude that's crazy uh, part was about a pirate, but it's not. Um, Matt. Yeah. You ever play hide and seek before? I love hide and seek. Oh, dude. Well, is it possible to find the perfect hiding spot? Because if it was perfect, no one would find it. Yeah, that, I guess that's, that's true. Yeah, dude, that is crazy. Because yeah, be, I mean, because there's spots you can find that like no one's gonna find you, but that you're right, that's not the perfect hiding spot because no one would know. Like the perfect hiding spot's not. You're right, it's not findable. Like there's right. no way to get to it. Wow, you literally 
play hide and seek and you get found so it's not the perfect hiding spot it's just a hiding spot damn that's crazy <laughs> that like changes my whole childhood memories it's like this is the perfect hiding spot well not really because they found you <laughs> love hide and seek it's a great game we tried playing that with um ava she really didn't get the concept of that but that's okay <laughs> i feel like it's also fun if you just play with like adults because then you can get like better hiding spots you can like climb places and like go places you can't go as a kid did you ever play manhunt as a kid i love manhunt yeah Yeah. now now let me ask you this is was it the game concept where it was like hide and seek but you had to make your way back to like a certain like home base yes yeah okay yeah it was fun it was very fun yes i only played it once in my entire life but it was good it's fun to play in like a, a neighborhood neighborhood in the dark Yes, in the dark. You have to play Manhunt in the dark. You have to play Manhunt that's, in the dark. That's a must. <laughs> that is a must. An absolute must. All right. My second one. I think this one's this one really makes you think. So if blood rushes to your head when you're upside down, why doesn't it rush to your feet when you stand up? Well, dude, that is f***ing crazy. Because there always should be an alternative when it comes to whatever we talk about. Um, I know there's some anatomy to it, but I'm not going to talk about it. But that is crazy that we do say, oh, yeah, blood runs, to, r- blood rushes to the head when you're upside down. But doesn't yeah, because really do it when you're on TV. And, I mean, and, your you, feet. and you get dizzy and like your head gets weird. And there's a lot of pressure on your head. But when you stand up, it's like everything's normal. Like, what's that all about? It's very weird. It's like, it's like there's a magnet. It's like the brain is a magnet. And the blood... Like, you know when you put two magnets together? And they don't touch? You're, when opposite? Like when you yeah. have them opposite? Yes. Yeah, yes. when you try to touch two... It's, and they don't go. That's kind of like what it is. Like the blood and the head are like... is like the tension. Hmm. Does that make any sense? No. Okay, good. <laughs> I didn't think it, it doesn't make sense to me either after I said it. So I'm glad we're on the same page. Oh, man. God damn it. All right, Matt. Here's mine. You ready? I'm, I'm always ready. So 2020 was just a shit storm. It was. Right. What was the year before that? 2019. Yeah, so 2019 is the last year that ends with teen for the rest of our lives. What about 3019? Yeah, because we're going to live till 3019. Oh, you mean in the rest of our lives? I thought you just meant in history. No. Um, Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Sure. How long do you think we are going to live, Matt? I'm lucky I'm alive right now. Uh, me too. <laughs> um, I don't know. That is kind of weird to think about. How like? I don't know. How long in, in your in your audio diary? How long do you hope to live until? I feel like ninety is a good age. Ninety, maybe ninety-five, depending on how healthy I am. Like I don't want to be like ninety-five and like I can't walk and like people need to like help me do everything. Because I feel like that one, well, obviously it's not fun, but I feel like that's no way to live. 
Right. I, I feel like 90 with some movement, being healthy, Ability. being able to help yourself a little bit. I feel like that's perfect. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping around that same age too, like 95. So then if we're 95, that means we are going to be alive until um 2090 here yeah hang on i gotta do maths here everybody so 65 2021 plus 65 2086 ew wait if we're 90 if we're 90 i I was thinking 95 yeah that's if we're 90 2086 yes 2086 2085 for you but yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, I can't even imagine wow. what life is going to be like that and back then. But you the know, future. they always say like, oh, 2020 was all about like floating cars and like teleportation devices and then here we are with COVID. <laughs> right. That's a fair point. That is a fair point. Did you like the teens growing up? Like, obviously, like, that was when we graduated from both high school, college. We were just yeah. getting into high school by the ten, like, tens. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the teen. best time of our lives. I think everybody would say your high school years to college years are the best times of your life, and that was the teens for us. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was okay. I thought it was good. I'm always looking for more, you know, so. Well, what, what more could you have asked for? I mean, like you know like chapter two like having a good job and a what good good relationship and kids in a house what are you you talking about right now (laughs) i thought you meant like what else could you expect more but like obviously what what more did you want out of your teen years oh out of my teen years i mean yeah i kind of had everything sorry i thought okay no i just meant like okay like yeah i went through that stage now i'm on to the next stage now of like what i'm looking for more no, I more so you more so said like it was okay. Oh. I want to know like why was um, it just okay? Probably spending more time with you in college. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like it was a give and take for us. Reality being. Hey, it was fun. It was fun. It was a lot it was of fun. fun. What we made of it. Yes. We still have fun. That's all that matters. That is all that matters. <laughs> and that concludes another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening or watching. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button, that follow button, whatever that button tells you, so that way you get notified of every Friday at midnight of when our next podcast episode comes out. If you haven't already, make sure you follow us on our social media, solo.to slash funnybusiness. Matt is crying already because he's already ready for his advice. Yep. For Matt. Matt, yes. what is your advice? My advice. Clean your room. Clean your room. Because I know every single person listening to this right now. I know me. I know Mike. Every single person. Your room is a little dirty. And you've been putting it off for maybe a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks. You know? Clean your room. Dust. People don't realize. You should dust like, not should, like I don't do this. We should. Yeah, I love how hypocritical you were about to I, make that statement. I'm going to say, we as a society, we don't dust enough. Because dust is just everywhere. It is. 
and it's really sucks when you let it pile up and then you dust and then you just start sneezing because there's so much dust in the air and it pisses me off and every time i'm like you know what i'm gonna dust more often and guess what i don't do it so everybody i gave you a homework assignment a couple weeks ago to listen to biz murky everybody clean your room this weekend that's an order or no dinner for you did i mention that i was at a graduation party um what did I mention on the podcast that I was at a graduation party and the, you may have DJ. So there's a DJ and all of a sudden he's like, all right, guys, I'm going to wrap up. Here's something for you. And he started playing just a friend by Biz Marquee. And I was just laying out the rap, the rhymes, the lyrics. Everybody's like, what song is this? And I'm like, how do you not know what song this is? <laughs> it's like, oh, baby, you. <laughs> and then, of course, everybody sang along because that's all the words they knew. <laughs> R.A.P. Literally, the guy did a blessing. He's like, he points to the sky for his marquee, the DJ. He's up there with Harambe. <laughs> Harambe. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Did you, oh, did you hear about that? We almost had another Harambe moment. In Florida, there was a jaguar at a Florida zoo. Some guy broke into his exhibit and was like taunting the jaguar, and the jaguar just swiped at him. Okay, he he deserves it then. It, yes, exactly. Uh, I do not put the jaguar down, but they're also not pressing charges on the dude. And I'm like, what the hell's up with that? Yeah, what what? Yeah, what, somebody should have gotten some type of discipline for that. Jail, jail. Yes, federal prison. Yes, solitary confinement. Trespassing. Trespassing. Yeah. Legit. We're not prosecutors. Trespassing. <laughs> I feel like when he got that punishment in, uh, you didn't watch The Office, but anyone that did will get this reference. When Pam gets kicked out of the Chili's and the manager's like, we found out this lady was stealing drinks all night long. She is no longer allowed at this restaurant chain ever again. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that concludes another podcast. And until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode. Good luck, Kanye, and stay safe, everyone. <laughs>